media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Okay, let's uh, let's talk newspapers uh, again. In fact, with the with the editor of the Business Day, Tim Cohen. In fact, the newly appointed editor of the Business Day, Tim. Good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Asif. How are you? Good. So we talk about a celebrated. If there's something worth celebrating, you can tell us. But also get a bit about a bit of background in terms of, of you know your own story and where where you come from. So let, let's get first things first. Um, uh, the appointment of you as Business Day editor. Give me the background to that. Um, uh, well, uh, basically, the, um, I've been editor now of Financial Mail for about three years, almost three years. Um, the uh, the editor of the uh, Financial Mail, of the uh, Business Day, uh, Sankeza Zibi, uh, decided to move on, and uh, I was around. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, are you taking it as, as simple as that? I just happened I was to be available. around. <laughs> Sorry, I beg your pardon? I said, is, is it as simple as that? You just happened to be around. Well, you know, the, I, I mean, I, I have been editing a financial publication, so, you know, I guess I was uh, um, a kind of uh, a candidate because, uh, you know, I was doing a, a comparable job beforehand for the same group, uh, and uh, the um, I was obviously um, enjoying being editor of the Financial Mail, so, you know, this is uh, life, you, uh, when you're really enjoying something, um, people make you change. <laughs> mm. well, well, let's talk about the differences, I mean, in terms of being, you know, at the Financial Mail versus the, the business day. Let, let's take it for, for you, because I think, certainly for, with uh, Songhezo's departure, it, it does pose a leadership problem, right? And that's obviously where you come in. But, but for you, from your point of view, the comparison between the two, where do you see it? Well, you know, a, a, uh, um, a magazine is different from a newspaper in the obvious way, in that um, you know you're you're faced with a daily, not a weekly challenge. The nature of the story is different as well. With uh, when you're working for a weekly, you're looking for the oblique angle. You know, you're looking for the in-depth story. You're looking for the trend. You're looking for um, something more personal, something uh, that's slightly more behind the scenes. You know, uh, for a newspaper, it's really to get the you know, as complete and as uh, comprehensive a business story as you can um, in front of people really fast. Um, so there's a big speed difference. I mean, I, I've personally noticed it very um, acutely because, uh, you know, everybody on Business Day seems to talk faster and move faster <laughs> than everybody on the FM. There's a lot less, um, you know, sort of languid conversation and sort of in-depth discussion, and there's a lot more just getting the job done, you know, the... Uh, um, the, um, they are they are comparable in the sense that um, both magazine and newspapers are uh, are trying to develop a more interpretive and a more analytical approach to our jobs, um, and also um, oddly on the other side of the spectrum, we're trying to produce um, a uh, a line of very fast news, which is. Um, uh, for, for our digital products, which are now much more important in the stable and much more important to us, uh, you know, conceptually. So, so let's then talk about, you know, what for you are, are the challenges that you are... Okay, we're, we're going to get to Tim Cohen in a minute. Okay, just leaves me thinking about this one. The latest SPA advert, your thoughts on that one? They always talk about parties. I must say, it, it, it never works for me, okay? So I'd always think of it as, as a fail, and someone made the point to me a, a while back to say, well, maybe they're not targeting you. But I don't know they're not targeting me, because the truth is, who buys at SPA? I think you're going to get adults, you're going to get children who make decisions. Uh, we all, I certainly 
certainly go to a spa store fairly regularly, I think. So they should be talking to me amongst many others. Uh, your thoughts on that particular advert? I'd um, love to get your thoughts on it. And also, um, the, the Hollard brief to fight cancer where they got all these guys in their speedos. I was invited, couldn't go, I was on the air, of course. Uh, but just your thoughts on whether that works then for the for the Hollard brand. Ultimately, of course, it's a very good cause, a very, very important cause around creating awareness around prostate cancer. But just your thoughts in terms of the brand connection and what it does also for the social awareness. Or in, in Hollard's case, it's simply all about really um, a very good cause. Thoughts on the Jameson advert? Give me your opinion as well on that one too. And uh, then the, the hippo pregnancy Ad that has also got lots of interest on that one there. If any of those adverts or many others, you have any thoughts on it, just tweet me at Ashraf Garda using the hashtag media show and comment whether it's an ad hit or an ad miss or SMS 34701, 34701. And do comment on the Protifier song, the very latest one. Uh, saw it for the first time on Friday, ahead of today's game, of course. Right? Okay, we do have our, our guest back on the line, thank goodness for that. So let's then go back to, to where we were, Tim, in terms of the challenges you now face and, and what, have you been, what have you been charged with to do at, at Business Day? Well, um, you know, we have a uh, triple challenge, I think. Um, we uh, need to, uh, um, first of all, there's a kind of maintenance challenge. We, we need to keep the publication at its, at, at its current high level. Uh, this is uh, much easier said than done. This is not, not you know, uh, business as usual by any means. Um, the, uh, the uh, I think, Sankezo Zibi and his predecessor, Peter Bruce, you know, they really established a very strong business brand and business day, and um, obviously we need to maintain that and um, try and extend it. The, um, the second challenge is digital. Um, and you'll know better than anyone, and I'm sure your listeners will know too, that we are in a fabulous, extraordinary transition stage in media in the world, not just mm. in South Africa. Um, and uh, facing that challenge, finding ways to um, to really present our news faster and um, keep it in the same ethic and uh, you know in this to the same level and quality um, is. Uh, uh, it's very important. I mean, we we uh, we be, we are now, you know, uh, we are not we're now no longer simply a print publication. We produce video, we produce uh, sound clips, we, um, we we report, you know, more more like a news service in some ways, and we also produce a newspaper. The the the, the era of journalists being a single medium, radio, you know, print, uh, etc., really is gone. Um, and uh, adapting to that change, we're doing a lot of work on it at the moment. That's, I guess, I, you know, it's, it's one of our very big focuses. Mm. Um, okay, so that's an important one, the era of, of journalists being single medium are gone. How then do you personally, as the editor, then respond to that challenge? Well, the, um, the, a lot of, a lot of it happens internally. A lot of, uh, there's a lot of internal reorganization. We have to reorganize, um, our, um, our staff and our news flow. That, that has, uh, implications for the, the way that we structure ourselves, um, internally. The, um, the, uh, and what, what kind of skills base we try and build up in the organization. Um, the, uh, um, as far as the, and it does also mean that we, we need to, uh, we need to react to things faster than we did before. We, we, um, we have to have a kind of immediate story and a secondary story and a tertiary story, you know. Um, so this, pr- 
process is called Digital First, and uh, we um, we we've embraced it. I guess my guess is about sixty percent, uh, mm-hmm. and we need to push that up to about hundred percent. Yeah. So, so the challenge, and you may have caught some of the chat I had with Varesh Nepalay from the Mail and Guardian earlier on. The, the, the challenge is that we're embracing the reality of digital, right? Uh, on the one hand, without losing the print audience. H- how do you get that right? Um, I think it's just a, qu- a question of quality. I mean, the, um, the uh, you know, people internationally, one of the things that we have seen is that um, uh, financial news is, um, is um, you know, becoming, it's becoming more um, intense, more global. Um, uh, people are more interested in it. They're more interested in what's happening, not only in their own markets, but in um, markets all over the world. Um, we... Um, so uh, there's that um, you know, the, there's a kind of you know developing a, a sort of much broader mindset. Um, the other thing, the, the positive side, you know, the, the problem always has been how to monetize your digital offering. Mm-hmm. Um, and for uh, for um, financial publications, they've managed to make this transition, at least outside of South Africa, um, quite effectively. Perhaps they have an advantage in that. Uh, the news is uh, the news that they're producing is um, you know uh, is much closer to people's finances and uh, people are prepared to pay for it um, much more willingly than they're prepared to pay for sort of generic news which people sort of feel as though they can get anywhere. Um, so we have an advantage there, and but we need to uh, we need to develop the systems and the um, and the sort of resource base which uh, which. Um, uh, which um, you know can can bring that to fruition. And in terms of of uh, you know coverage with regard to finance, for instance, you've just you've just taken the job, but let's go back to the last few months. It's been it's it's been like your World Cup, isn't it? It's the type of thing that you need. You've had a finance minister come and go and come and go, and and it's ongoing, and and still the debate continues and spills over into 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 SARS. It's the type of thing that will that will fuel interest even from non-business day readers to want to buy your newspaper, isn't it? Yes, no, we, we found that, uh, you know, I mean, it's been an extraordinary, I mean, you know, South Africa, this is South Africa, you know, you were, we have never shorted news in mm. South Africa. Mm. It's, um, it's, a, it's a fabulous place to report on and the changes that are taking place and the dynamic within South African society is just so exciting. I, I mean, I think we are, you know, in, in, we are blessed and cursed with <laughs> you know, a surfeit of news. The um, the um, it is it is interesting because uh, I think people generally are becoming more concerned and aware of um, how um, uh, business and finance affect their lives personally, um, and how you know the the how politics you know um, integrates with that uh, um, you know with that whole world. Um, so you know the, the uh, we we are finding that our online audience, for example, is uh, really just exploding. I mean, uh, it's uh, extraordinary, and and it's attracting people who who are you know outside the formal you know target market of our um, of our publication. And uh, I think it's a good thing in general. I mean, uh, obviously we um, you know we, we it, it's it's a it makes it more challenging for us to uh, to incorporate those readers and. To provide 
uh, information for them um, in a way. Well, well you see, uh, that's an important point. I mean, do, do you do you then speak to the to the financial expert through your newspapers, meaning that your audience, or is your audience the the, the lay person who knows not much about finances but understands that financial decisions, as we have certainly seen with regard to the finance minister, does impact on a simple thing called the rand, and therefore it impacts on us across the board, whether we going on holiday or whether we're importing goods, it impacts on all of us. Who, who, you know, who do you speak to and how, how do you understand it and get that right? No, we, I mean, we focus on our core audience. I mean, primarily the, uh, the I think if you're, if you are, um, if you are, um, if, without a core audience, without satisfying your core audience, uh, really your, your whole function disintegrates. So this is first and foremost our, our uh, you know, it's, our biggest priority is to make sure that that core audience is um, is catered to, uh, you know, uh, you know, in 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 depth and and in you know accurately and uh, the um, but but we are also um, you know we are also interested in that secondary audience if you like it's I don't mean mm. to make it sound lesser but but the uh, but we're interested in, in um, Keeping them on board, and in some ways, it's um, you know it's an, it's an advantage for us, for, for everybody, for us to explain clearly what we're writing, and to write in a way that you know really gets to the point in a way that isn't you know full of jargon and uh, you know overcomplicating things when when they can be uh, when they can be explained in a way that's um, digestible. By well, I'll tell you what, you I, know, read, I read the piece. In fact, there were two pieces that I picked up on. Uh, uh, Donald Trump, a very topical, very relevant, uh, that I picked up in your newspaper on Friday that, that I think is a must read for, for just about anybody interested, uh, in the politics of what happens in another part of the world and how it impacts on all of us, but a possible future president. Um, let's then talk about yourself, Tim, in terms of, in terms of your own background and, and where you started. Well, you know, business day is really a sort of home from home for me. I've, I've, uh, I did work for um, the Witness and for the Star very briefly a long time ago. But, um, but generally, you know, for, for the past 25 years, I've been working for Business Day outside of the, the, this, this last period where I was working for the Financial Mail. I mean, I love Business Day. So um, I think it really, it's a, uh, um, I have worked for Business Day outside of South Africa as well. You really, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I just don't think that there. If you if you look at the business papers around the world, you know, with the resources that we've got, I think it's an extraordinary achievement. Uh, I I really think it's an excellent publication and has been for years and years. And you can see that in the you know in the w- way that people respond to it. Um, the um, I think they uh, you know uh, we've really carved out a niche. I mean, I you know the uh, there are, there are good um, uh, business papers outside of. You know, outside of Europe and America, um, there's a couple of very good papers in India. Um, there's an excellent paper in in uh, Australia, but uh, but really outside of that, um, we uh, I think we've got a little fire going here, and it, I really want to see it, um, you know, keep burning. And and, and you on, on a personal level, in terms of what what interests you in in the world of finance, whatever it is, and, and was it always like that? Well, I, you know, I, I, uh, I started writing about politics, and then I moved on to writing about companies, and I, you know, uh, um, and uh, um, and I've always had an appreciation for uh, for economics generally. But I think my my heart now is really in the, the, the dynamics of companies and how they work, and why they're important. I think that's something that's different from 
you know, what's, uh, you know, it's something that we can bring that perhaps other uh, publications don't bring, you know, uh, strongly enough. Um, the, uh, we really need to understand the, the, the business environment or the, uh, in South Africa really well. And you do that through understanding how companies work, how, how um, the issues of um, leadership, marketing, positioning, product, um, development, you know, all of those uh, things are, um, I, I just find fascinating. I think it's, uh, I know some people would call this, you know, as a very arcane, um, interest, but, uh, um, but I, I think those are important in, you know, in the context of, in, of South Africa, which is a very political place, you know, the, uh, so the, there's no, you know, the, the, uh, um, it's, uh, it's vital to keep that link with, the sort of broader general economic story and uh, the uh, the political story, but um, really what I hope we can do and what really is, is what I'm passionate about is um, understanding companies. All right, just just lo- last uh, two things before we wrap up. Then, in, in terms of your work, then who who leads the market? I mean, do, do you lead the market, or does the market lead you in terms of financial news? Uh, no, I think the market leads us. I mean, we we um, we occasionally try and get ahead of the market. We, we are uh, um, the, um, the uh, that's our sort of target is to be uh, pre the pre the uh, um, to um, uh, to try and anticipate what, where the market will go. Um, but um, you know, the market is a is a incredibly dynamic. Extremely powerful institution. I don't think South Africans realize how much money is traded on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange or, you know, on the foreign exchange market mm-hmm. or on the bond markets in South Africa. It's just enormous, huge, huge amount. And they are in this, this past, uh, you know, in the democratic era in South Africa, they've, uh, they've, uh, the amount of trading is just extended. I mean, it, it, it's, it's incredible. So, so the, weirdly, the, the unwritten story of the new South Africa okay. has been, uh, sort of integration into it. Quick, so anyway, the, uh, all right, quick thought before we wrap up, because I intend to do this uh, sometime on my afternoon talk show this week. What stops the world from having one world currency? What stops the world? Yeah, why, why can't we have one I, I global think, currency? Well, I think it's, um, uh, you know, um, it's, it's important for countries to have, um, you know, a, a control over their, their monetary policy, and for that it's important to have um, you know, individual currencies. I think it really the, the inner word politics. Um, but, you know, we do have a general currency. We have several general currencies now. We have three very large global currencies, the dollar, the euro, and the renminbi. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's give you a batch. Uh, we'll probably have lots more chats, I'm sure, about uh, those things and more in the future. Tim Cohen, thanks for your time. Editor of the Business Day. In fact, Six Days, he always looks forward to uh, your columns and also tweeting, saying we look forward to Tim Cohen following the illustrious footsteps of uh, Bruce uh, Bruce Sapps. Of course, that's on Twitter, right? Uh, as well as uh, Sangezo Zibi, former editors of the Business Day. So, well done. Looking forward to what you do for this coming year then, Tim Cohen. Right, let's get to cycling then. The Cape Town Cycle to uh, an update there with Johnny Africa's biggest annual sporting occasion, the Cape Town Cycle Tour, is in full swing today. The last of the 35,000 entrants in this 39th renewal of the event are finally on their way after the group's 6.15 first start this morning. Tim Hendricks stormed an exhilarating sprint win in the elite men's race in near-perfect cycling conditions, beating Jay Julius and the defending champion Nolan Hoffman into the other podium slots in 2 hours 35 minutes. Women's event was impressively won by the SA Road Race champion Anne Kachelhofer. 
beating defending champion Annette Berger into second, Namibian road race champion Viria Adrian into the third position. At this moment, fewer than half of the field have actually finished the race with about 20,000 riders still out there enjoying the really fantastic cycling conditions. Johnny Kuhn for SAFM Sport on the Cape Town Cycle Tour. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Any advert that you found absolutely works for you or does not work, you can SMS me 34701. Otherwise, you can tweet me at Ashraf Garda. Do use the hashtag media show. I'll ask you about the Forty Fire song. Uh, and you can go to my Twitter feed to vote. 73% saying it's an ad hit. 27% saying it's, they're unmoved by it. So neither yay nor they just, it hasn't moved them. They're indifferent. 0% says it's an ad miss. Okay, there you are. That's impressive so far. And I think the proteas of cricket South Africa will be very pleased with that so far. I certainly like it. Give me your thoughts on that particular advert, uh, which is a campaign ahead of the World Cup, but really sung by all, well, most of the players. Hashimamla, uh, a particular notable absentee from that song, I think. Okay, let's talk about other things then with regard to uh, how, how government uh, communicates. Some other comments I just want to pick up on uh, in terms of SMSs. Do SMS to three four seven zero one three four seven zero.